Robert Quinn mocked the belt yet again. Buddy, it's just not working out for you. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a backer, Sam. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I got to see Kurt Benkert kneel it down. And when I realized it was him, this is what happened. Rogers on the sideline. It's Kurt Benkert! It's Kurt! It's Kurt! It's Ben Kurt! Let's go! It's Kurt Ben Kurt! That's my boy! That's my boy! Grassi, and today we're going to be breaking down the Green Bay Packers' victory over the Chicago Bears. 45 to 30. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new patron and YouTube member. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Joshua Huffman up into the $54 tier. Very much appreciated to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Bradley Johnson. A big shout and thank you to the both of you. So the Green Bay Packers taking on the Chicago Bears on Sunday night football. As Carrie Underwood would say, I was waiting all day for Sunday night. And in the beginning of this game, uh, this was the Bears football game. Robert Quinn mocking the belt. Aaron Rodgers getting sacked multiple times and putting up points. The Chicago Bears offense was moving. They were doing trick plays. You got freaking fracking Hakeem Grant, who's running all over the place. And I was like, oh, this uh, Bears team, they came to play. And then the rest of the game happened. Because while the Packers allowed all of those points in the first half, they only allowed three points in the entirety of the second half. Oh, and while they were shut out in the first quarter, they then scored 21, 17, and 7. And I think that, as I have talked about week after week after week, the Packers have shown their resiliency this season. This is a battle-tested team. And right now, I love just about everything about them except the special teams, which we'll talk about, but that needs to, originally I said, get fired into the sun. Nay, nay, they need to leave the Milky Way. But let's break down some stats here. Aaron Rodgers, 29 for 37, 341 yards, four touchdowns, was sacked three times, a lot early on, but the offensive line was able to adjust. However, the big loss coming from Billy Turner, who had a horrific knee injury. There was no update from Matt LaFleur in his press conference, but... Considering all the people that we have lost along the offensive line, Dave Bakhtiari still not back, Elton Jenkins out for the season, Josh Myers, who knows if he's even going to come back, and now you have Billy Turner out, it's just, it's difficult to kind of just keep saying that next man up mentality when there's only so many guys to actually play. But Rodgers having himself a nice game. A.J. Dillon, 15 for 71. Aaron Jones, 5 for 35 on the ground with a touchdown. 3 for 30 through the air with one touchdown. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions, 121 yards, two touchdowns. He is now tied for second all-time in Packers receiving touchdowns. Tied with Jordy Nelson at 69 touchdowns. Nice. 
And Alan Lazard had himself a fantastic game on offense, six for 75 yards and one touchdown. The defense, we continue to sing the praises of Devondre Campbell for 16 tackles tonight. This guy, we're paying him $2 million, folks. Two million. One of the best guys on the field. Preston Smith, two sacks tonight, had a tackle for a loss and a forced fumble. He's had five sacks in his last four games. He even got a $500,000 bonus because of the amount of sacks that he's gotten this year. Preston Smith really didn't have a great season last year, has really stepped up his game. Rasul Douglas. I feel like Rasul Douglas... We talk about, you know, there's some plays he had a pass interference call on him. He let up that play to OBJ that ended in a touchdown. But my man has had back-to-back pick sixes tonight. Two passes defended. One interception tonight, which went to the house. A pick six. He had one against the Rams. He is only the second player in Packers history to have back-to-back games with pick sixes. And Rasul Douglas, a guy that we lifted off the practice squad, has been filling in phenomenally in that secondary. Shannon Sullivan was able to get an interception himself as well. But let's talk about the uh, the bad part. Let's talk about the special teams. Awful. And I mean awful in every sense of the word. The only two players who were good on special team was Corey Bajorquez, our punter, who had a 42.8 average per kick. On top of that, Mason Crosby, perfect on the night, one for one with field goals, six for six on extra points. Everything else, horrific. The Talk about the special teams coverage. What? We allowed the first punch return for a TD this season. That's a great stat. Horrific coverage. We were constantly putting the Bears in great field position. On top of that, we had a kick that went out of bounds on the kickoff. That was pretty damn terrible. On top of that, Amari Rogers muffed the punt again. And and this is this is something with Amari Rogers. We drafted him in the third round. I, I think the kid has a lot of potential. He looks pretty good in camp, but he's obviously not the guy to be returning kicks, and we need to take him out of there. And I mean this. Stop putting people back there. I don't care if the ball starts on the five-yard line every single freaking fracking play. Because you know what? While that's bad, you know what's worse? Fumbling the ball. And the special teams for me is infuriating because not only did it keep the Bears in the game, but this is the kind of stuff that will cost us games later on in the season and in the postseason. So this needs to get fixed immediately, whether it's a coaching change or whether it's a personnel change or whether it's just, hey, hey, we don't have special teams anymore. We're just going to align guys up and they're going to rush the kicker and... You know, if they make it cool, if not, then I guess we're starting back late. But the special teams was really infuriating tonight, and I really hope that that gets fixed. I know the Packers usually suck coming off a bye, but the offense, while it struggled in the first quarter, they picked it up for the rest of the game. Same with the defense. It's the special teams that never really got it together here. Because even late in the game, on an onside kick recovery, they couldn't get that done, and it allowed the Bears another opportunity at the ball and they were able to score the only three points of the half because of that. You do that against good teams, they're going to score more than three. Taking a look at the Bears, Justin Fields, 18 for 33, 224 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, was their leading rusher, nine carries for 74 yards, was sacked twice. You had Montgomery, 10 for 42, also six for 39 through the air. And 
Justin Fields, I will say this about him, coming off a rib injury, rookie guy, he looked pretty good tonight. He looked like a raw talent, but I said this when the Bears drafted Justin Fields, he absolutely has all, and I mean all, the potential in the world. It's just a matter of, are the Bears going to ruin him? He shouldn't be your leading rusher. Bird, two for 76, one touchdown. Hakeem Grant, one for 46, one touchdown. Also had that punt return for a touchdown. And the Bears had it going on in the first half. Scored 27 points. And then their offense completely got shut down. And the momentum completely swung the other direction for the Green Bay Packers. And while it is 100% frustrating to see that as a Packers fan, because it seems that we've had just slow starts every single week, Again, I point to the resiliency, and while the special teams was garbage, the Packers' offense and the defense, they got rocking and rolling from the second quarter on, and they never really let the Bears back in the game. So where does this leave us? Matt LaFleur is undefeated against the Chicago Bears. We have swept them this year, and we're in great position. And so right now, we're 10-3. and We're chilling near the top of the NFC. We need the Cardinals to lose at least one other game going forward. We're playing the Ravens next week, who Lamar Jackson, he had an ankle sprain this week, so who knows if he's even going to play. But the Packers have it all in front of them right now. They need to rely on some team beating the Cardinals, and they can be the number one team in the NFC. And while I know for a lot of fans there were a lot of frustrating things tonight, I think there was still a lot of good to come out of this. They were able to go against a divisional opponent, which, as we know, there are no guarantees and able to get the win, scoring 45 points on the Bears' defense. And on top of that, Kurt Benkert got to end the game, which I am so incredibly proud of him. I'm so happy for him. And uh, that was definitely a highlight of the night. So the Packers, moving on. We'll see what they have next week against the Baltimore Ravens, which will be an away game. After next week's away game, they only have one more, which will be the final week against the Lions, because the rest of those games are at home. So... Let's see how they finish out these last four games in the season. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How'd you feel about this game? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!